Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about lung function tests. And you can find written notes on this topic at zerotofinals.com slash lung function tests or in the respiratory section of the second edition of the Zero to Finals medicine book. So let's get straight into it. Lung function tests, also called spirometry, help to diagnose various lung conditions such as asthma, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease or COPD and restrictive lung diseases. They can help to monitor the severity and the progression of the disease and guide management. Let's talk about the outcome measures. Spirometry is the test used to establish objective measures of lung function. This involves different breathing exercises into a machine that measures the volumes of air and flow rates and produces a report. Reversibility testing involves giving a bronchodilator, for example salbutamol, before repeating the spirometry to see if this impacts the results. Forced expiratory volume in one second, or FEV1, is the air a person can forcefully exhale in one second. This measures how easily air can flow out of the lungs. FEV1 is reduced with airflow obstruction. Forced vital capacity, or FVC, is the total air a person can exhale after a full inhalation, after a full breath in. This measures the total volume of air that a person can take into their lungs. FVC is reduced when there is restricted lung capacity. Let's talk about obstructive disease. Obstructive lung disease is diagnosed when the FEV1 is less than 70% of the FVC, meaning the FEV1 to FVC ratio is less than 70%. The reduced FEV1 to FVC ratio suggests an obstruction slowing the passage of air out of the lungs. The person may have a relatively good lung volume, but air can only move slowly in and out of the lungs due to obstruction. In asthma, the obstruction is a narrowed airway due to bronchoconstriction. The airways are temporarily narrowed. In COPD, there is chronic airway and lung damage which is causing the obstruction. You can test the reversibility of the obstruction by giving a bronchodilator, for example salbutamol. The obstructive picture is typically reversible in asthma, but less so in COPD. Next let's talk about restrictive disease. In restrictive disease, the FEV1 and the FVC are equally reduced. The FEV1 to FVC ratio is greater than 70%. Restrictive lung disease limits the ability of the airways to expand and fill with air. The lungs are restricted from effectively expanding. This is different to obstructive lung disease where there is airflow obstruction. Restriction of lung expansion leads to inadequate ventilation of the alveoli 
and insufficient blood oxygenation. The FEV1 to FVC ratio is normal or raised in restrictive lung disease without obstructive pathology affecting airflow through the airways. The FVC is reduced due to the restriction of lung expansion and lung capacity. Restrictive lung disease includes conditions that limit how well the chest wall and the lungs can expand. For example, interstitial lung disease, such as idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis, sarcoidosis, obesity, motor neurone disease, and scoliosis. A tom tip for you, it's worth remembering that a low FVC, or forced vital capacity, indicates restrictive lung disease and a low FEV1 to FVC ratio under 70% indicates obstructive lung disease. A low FVC and a low FEV1 to FVC ratio indicates a combination of obstructive and restrictive lung disease. This is a common data interpretation question in exams. Finally, let's talk about peak flow. Peak flow measures the peak or fastest point of expiratory flow of air out of the lungs. It's also called peak expiratory flow rate or PEFR and is measured using a peak flow meter. It's a simple way of demonstrating how much obstruction to airflow is present in the lungs and it helps gauge how well the condition is controlled and the severity of an acute exacerbation in obstructive lung disease, particularly asthma. The technique for doing a peak flow is to stand up tall, take a deep breath in, make a good seal around the device with the lips, and blow as fast and hard as possible into the device. Take three attempts and record the best result. An average peak flow varies dramatically between individuals. The predicted peak flow is based on sex, height and age using a reference chart or a calculator. The result can be recorded as a percentage of the predicted peak flow. For example, an asthmatic patient with a predicted peak flow of 400 that manages a score of 200 on their best attempt has a peak flow of 50% of the predicted result. You can calculate this with the actual divided by the predicted times 100. So thanks for listening to this episode on lung function tests. As always, a big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast. And I hope you join us for the next episode where we'll talk about asthma.